Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yerushalmi Pei Adaf Lamed Hey. We are starting about the third line with the words Balabayas, and in the Vilna Source Adaf, it's near the end of Chafamud Beis with those same words. And today's daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas Marsh Miriam Sar Basar Biakav Moshe Her Neshama Should Have an Oliyah. I think what it tells us Balabayas Shakar Shem Pei. A Balabayas is harvesting his field, and he left some over, and he officially said, "This is Pei the Kila," and then he completely harvested the rest of his field, meaning he harvested that Pei. Kairani Olav. I apply the following pasuk to him: Lois which means he was over the Isser of being Mechala his field, of completely harvesting his field. And the Gemara continues, it's the same thing, like Harashem Peah, let's say he's harvesting his field, and he didn't officially designate Peah, and Vikila, he completely harvested his entire field, still, Kairani Olav, I officially apply the Pasuk to him, he was over that Isser of completely harvesting his field. Now let's remember that we had learned in the Mishnah that even if 99 Aniyam had said, Lavais, which literally means to plunder, and one said, Lachalik, to distribute, we follow that one because Allah is with him. And this is referring to the case where the Baal was supposed to distribute the Peah because, let's say, it's on a very tall tree. So even if 99 Aniyam said, let us go in, let's plunder it, we want to take it on our own, we follow that one Ani that said, no, I want you to distribute it, because Allah is with him. Now, in a standard case, obviously, the pay is supposed to be left for the Aniyam to, so to speak, plunder, which means that it's a free-for-all, whatever the Ani can grab is his, and it's not distributed. Now, let's say it wasn't 99 verse 1. Let's say all of the Aniyam, 100% of them, told the Baalabayas, Lavais, we want to be able to go in and climb those trees, even though it might be dangerous, we want to pick the pay on our own, then the Baalabayas can listen to them, no problem. However, the Gemara continues, Hisnu Benehan, we have to add in the word, Betalosh, let's say they made it tonight among themselves, and and they all agreed that after the Balabayas had detached this payoff from the high point, and now it's on the floor, they told the Balabayas that we want to be able to take it on our own, we want to be able to go, so to speak, plunder it. So Afilu Kane, even in such a scenario where they all agreed on this, it should really be we don't listen to them because the Baal already detached it so he has to distribute it to them as the Gemara says the Baal has to distribute it to them with his hands and why is it that he has to distribute it and why can't he just leave it for them to take even after he detached it that's because we don't want the Baal to see an Ani who is which means who is his relative and for him to place the payout in front of him and that's going to give an unfair advantage to his relative because now it's going to be closer to his relative, who's the Ani. Once the Baal Bayes already detached the Peah, he has to distribute it fairly to all the Aniyim. Now, Shmobar Avod Mabai, he has the following question, Kila Sodehu. Let's say the Baal Bayes completely harvested the entire field, and he didn't leave any Peah, so at Amar Chazor Peah Laimarin, as we already know, the Chiv of Peah now goes back to the Aimarin, it goes to the sheaves, to the bundles, which means he has to separate Peah in its bundled state. So here's the question, Afilu Kain, even so, do we say the Baal Bayes Mechalik Biyadai, that the Baal Bayes should distribute it evenly with his own hands in order to prevent the scenario where a Baal sees an Ani who's his relative and then he might end up leaving the Peah near him making it easier for his relative to get the Peah. So do we say that in such a situation when it's Chazra Peah that the Baal has to physically distribute it evenly to the Aniyim or do we say that no this has a regular din of Peah and it's Ki'ilu like it's still attached to the ground and the same way that when Peah is attached to the ground it's a free-for-all for the Aniyim to come Lavais to come and plunder whatever they can grab is theirs, so to over here, even though it's not attached to the ground and it's just an Aymarin, still he would leave it for the Aniyim to take. And we don't have an answer for this. Moving on to brand new Halacha, Halacha Beis, the Mishnah says, not Let's say an Ani, who's gathering pay in the field, takes some Peah, it's detached from the ground, Vizark Alashar, and he throws it on a whole bunch of other Peah. He's trying to cover this Peah, which is still attached to the ground, and make it look like it's been detached, which now would prevent other Aniyim from taking it, because Aniyim see that it's detached, it must be that someone else was already Zaychan. 
So in such a case, the ani doesn't get anything, and the peah that's attached to the ground that he covered over with his detached peah is taken away from him. Similarly, let's say he fell on top of peah. There's a whole bunch of stalks, and he runs and dives on top of them, trying to claim them for himself. Or he took his garment, and he spread it out over a whole bunch of peah, trying to claim it for himself. We take that peah away from him. And the same thing is with leket, individual stalks that were dropped during the harvest. Same thing with a bundle of shekha. If he falls on top of it or tries to put his talus on it to show that this is mine, I claim it, I call it, we take it away from him. And now the Gemara tells us, Tony, we have a bride of Shem Rameir in the name of Meir. We take away from him not only that which is attached to the ground, but also that which is detached from the ground. Meaning when he went into the field, he cut some peah, and that was legal, that was fine, he didn't do anything wrong with that. But now that he took this peah, that he had detached from the ground, which is his rightfully, and he threw it on top of peah, which is still attached to the ground, in order to cover it over, so that people shouldn't see it, and they should think that it's detached from the ground, we can ask him, and not only don't let him take the mechaber, but we also take away his talish from him, the stuff that he had rightfully detached from the ground, and that's as a knas to him for trying to take something improperly. Lamed Hamad Be'ez on top, the Gemara says, Adkidon Mezid. Up until now, we say this halacha applies if he does a b'mezid. Now the Gemara asks a question, Afilu Shaygeg, would we say that we do the same thing even if he does so b'shaygeg? Let's say he had a whole bunch of pay in his hand, and he accidentally dropped it on a bunch of peo, which is attached to the ground, covering it over, making it look like it's detached. Do we take it away from him as well in that situation? Furthermore, what about if he takes bundles? Let's say he had harvested a lot of peah and he bundled it, he brought his own string, so now he's got bundles of peah, and he took these bundles of peah and he placed it on top of peah, which is still attached to the ground in an attempt to cover it over. Are we gonna knas him in that case as well? And the reason why maybe not to, is because taking bundles of peah and placing it in attached grain doesn't really hide that grain so well, and other name can tell that that grain underneath the bundles is still attached to the ground. So maybe we shouldn't knas him. And the Gemara doesn't have an answer for this. Another halacha the Gemara tells us, Rabbi Shem ben Lakish says, B'Shem Abakayin bar Deloya, a person could be zaycha for his friend in a metziah. Now this is two halachas put together. We know that Ruvain could be zaycha for Shimon in something, even though Shimon's not there. Ruvain could pick up an object and say, I'm being zaycha in this for Shimon. Now we also know that when something comes within Dalit Amos of a person, he can be zaycha in that thing, even though he didn't actually pick it up. What we're saying now in the Gemara is that when a person comes within Dalit Amos of an object, he could be Zaycha in that object for the other person without ever actually being Zaycha in it for himself. Now the Gemara asks Matam, what's the source for this? So he quoted a pasuk that David HaMelech said, ba'ani, Behold in my poverty, said David HaMelech, Hashem, I have prepared for the house of Hashem, meaning I have prepared the following for the base of Mekdash, Zahav Kikarim Mea Elef, a hundred thousand Kikarim of gold, Bekasaf Elef Alafim Kikarim, and a million Kikarim of silver, and there isn't even a weight to the copper and iron that I prepare for the base of Mikdash. Because there's so much of it. And I prepared wood and stones. And you should add on to them. So how do we see this halacha from this pasuk? So Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda asked the following, How do we understand this pasuk? How do we understand David HaMelech? If we're saying that David HaMelech had come within Dalad Amis of all these treasures, this gold and this silver and this copper that he was talking about in the pasuk, so Usher who, he's very wealthy, because the Dalad Amos of a person is kinda for him, so that would make David Amelcha a very wealthy man. How could he say, 
Ani, and in Bechutz Arba Amas, if you want to say that this gold and silver was outside of David Amel's Dalad Amas, so he was never kind of it, so therefore he's able to say, Ba'ani in my poverty, so if Yesh Adam Makdish Davar Sheena Shalai, could a person be Makdish something that's not his? How could we Makdish something to the base of Mikdash if it never came to his Rishos? So therefore, Vikaim Nua, but Makdish Rishon Rishon, we established this to be talking about that he was Makdish it one by one, which means as he came within Dalad Amas of these riches, he said, I'm being makdish this to the base hamikdash, so he never was kind it for himself. He was zaycha in it for his friend, so to speak, which means he was zaycha in it for Hashem for the base hamikdash, and that's the source for this halacha that Adam zaychel chaveray b'mitziyah. Now we have two other explanations of this pasuk. Amr of Avin or of Avin says that really David was zaycha in it, and that makes him a very wealthy man. So the question is, Mao ba'ani, how is it David Amel could say in my poverty he was clearly very wealthy? So the answer is she'ain hashiras l'fnei misha Amr because there's no such thing as being wealthy in front of the one that said that the world should come to being. You might have billions of dollars and cars and houses and gold and silver, but when you're standing in front of Hashem, that's considered like nothing. So that's why David HaMelech is saying, V'hinei ba'ani in my poverty, because when it comes to Hashem, I really don't have any money. Davrach, another understanding of this word, ba'ani, is not that he's saying in my poverty that I'm poor. He means to say, ba'ani, in my affliction, with this affliction that he afflicted himself and he was makdash his suda to shemayim. In other words, David Melch was saying is that I afflicted myself and I didn't have big grand sudas that a king usually has and I saved all that money and was makdash to shemayim. But now going back to our Mishnah where we said that if this ani falls on the peah, it gets taken away from him. Now the Gemara brings a question which is going to be related to our Mishnah. We learned in a Mishnah, if a person sees a Mitzia, he sees a lost object, and he falls on top of the object, and another fellow comes along and grabs that object. He sees a nice watch, he dives on top of it, and another fellow goes and reaches under him and pulls the watch out. The one that grabbed the watch, he's zaycha in it. Now, how could that be? We just said that a person's dalad amas is kind of for him. So the person that dove on top of the watch, even though he didn't grab the watch, he was still kind of it by it coming into his dalad amas before the guy that came and grabbed it. So Amrullah, he told him, Tipater, we could explain this as talking about the following, That's where the fellow who dove on top of it didn't expressly say, I want my Dalad Amas to be kind of the watch for me. So since he didn't say that, he wasn't kind of the watch, and therefore the person that actually grabbed the watch, the second fellow, he gets to keep it. The Gemara continues asking, Vatani, we taught in our Mishnah, Nafalei Aleha, fell on top of the Peah, Upers Talisei Aleha, or he spread his talus over it, Mavir Naisa we take it away from him. Why would we take it away from him? He was Zaycha in it, it was within his Dalad Amas first. So Amr he told him, Ayd he, that too, is talking about the following, B'Shaloi Amar Yizkuli Arba Amas Shali, where he didn't say, I want my Arba Amas to be Zaycha in it for me. Lamar Rav Omar Alfa on top, one more question, Vatani Rav Chia, Rav Chia taught, Shnaim Shayim Miskachin Al-Oimer, two people that are fighting over a bundle, we have two Anim that were in a field, and they found a bundle that was Shekha, and they're fighting over it, it's mine, no it's mine, Ubani Acher, then another Ani comes, V'chatufim Lefneyan, and grabs it from in front of them. Zachabai, that Ani that grabbed it, he's Zaycha in it. Why should that be? Whichever Ani got here first, should be the one to be Zaycha in it, because it was within his Dalad Amas first. Amr so he told him, Ayd he, that too is referring to the case, V'shaloi Amr, Yizkuli Arba Amas, where he didn't say that I want my Arba Amas to be Zaycha in it for me, so therefore his Arba Amas isn't Zaycha in it for him, and that's why that third Ani that came along and grabbed it, he gets to keep it. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about this concept that a person's Dalad Amas is Zaycha in something for him, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.